everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio's Ice Sport Radio. It's our rest of the league show, and it's the playoff preview, fam. Here we go. We waited all year to get here. The playoffs have begun, so obviously we're going to talk about the team that missed out on the playoffs. Yours, mine, and our Philadelphia Flyers first. Oh, I guess I should get to the introductions. Of course, my name is Bill Matz. And I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. I am joined tonight by Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. If I don't talk about the Flyers for the next uh, year, I think I'd be fine with that. The fly by yourself, Kelly Hankel. Number one Leafs fan logging on. No, that's me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and last but not least, our voice of reason from TheAthletic.com, Charlie O'Connor. Yeah, I really, really can't wait this week to watch hockey that doesn't involve the Flyers. I'm it's so really excited. exciting, isn't it? Like, yes. While I, I would prefer the Flyers be in the playoffs, it is like I'm going to just sit down and watch some interesting hockey. We're going to break down every playoff series for you, but we are going to lead off with the Quenville sweepstakes, which the Flyers did not win. Joel Quenville, three-time Stanley Cup champion head coach, is headed to the buzzing metropolis of Sunrise, Florida, and that great hockey market down there. Of course, the Flyers lost this sweepstakes, did not get their man. It was widely reported that, uh, you know, they were going to at least pursue him. The quote out of the organization this week was that Chuck Fletcher did not call Joel. Uh, what, what happened here, guys? Why the hell isn't Joel Quenville the Flyers coach? He's got fucked up priorities, that's why. Yeah, I mean, he the like, easy answer is that he didn't want to come here. Yeah, which... he wants to hang out with his bro. But why? In the sunshine. Why didn't he want to come here? Doesn't he have a house in Florida? Yeah, he lives in South Florida. He's best friends with Dale Talon. He thinks Alexander Barkov is really fun and good. And so that's where he wants to be. I mean, I think we were all kind of saying, maybe we, maybe we, because we had hopes that Quenville was going to be the guy in Philadelphia, maybe we didn't really register, like, the possibility this was happening, but... We said for months that Joel Quenville will go where Joel Quenville wants to go. And I think we all just sort of, you know, yeah, they'll get Quenville if Quenville wants to play, wants to coach in Philly. And I think we all just assumed that, well, obviously he want to coach in Philly because where else is he going to go? Well, it turned out, I guess he just didn't really want to come here that bad. Or he wanted to go to Florida more. But, I mean, one thing I can say, and we were talking about this before the show, like, I've heard from enough people that I trust that the idea that the Flyers like weren't in the running for Quenville, which is for some reason an idea that Fletcher tried to put forward in his end of season press conference. Yeah, that's bullshit. The Flyers were definitely in the running. Fletcher was definitely involved. The Flyers business people definitely were offering him a lot of money. Like this was the, the Flyers did not like, we're not asleep at the wheel here. They were involved. He picked Florida. I, I think I saw that the Flyers actually offered more money. Yeah. I saw so, that too. And they tried real hard. You guys. Real well, as we surprising. know, as we know, in Florida, there's no state income tax. Oh, God. <laughs> God help <laughs> me. If I hear this fucking argument one more time. I don't think it I mattered. Just, I, 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 I think, don't I think, think so it either. can matter. I don't think it mattered this time. No, it's not always, always, always about money. Sometimes there not, are other things. I just do not understand the allure of Florida. First Me of all, neither. the organization is, as Kelly would say, trash poop. Yes. And second, <laughs> it is exactly that. Second, yeah, the weather is nice, I guess, in Florida. It, like, it's humid as shit. It's like the East Coast. It's like up here, but hotter. And you're surrounded by meth and alligators 
and rednecks. I just don't understand the allure of Florida. I would rather live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I would rather live in the swamps of freaking Louisiana. Like, yeah, if San Diego had a team, I would get it. I don't get the allure of Florida. I do not see a higher quality of life there surrounded by um, nothing but old people and assholes. Okay, well, the weather is nice in Florida for, you know, the seven months where you're not constantly getting hit by hurricanes. Storm surge, baby. Different like, hurricanes. I <laughs> different it. hurricanes. So, so all of all of the of things that we were told Quenville is looking for in his next team turned out to be completely untrue. So he was looking for a team that is closest to winning the cup. I'm sorry, that is not the Florida Panthers. Even if they get Bob and Panarin, which I don't think is going to happen, they're not closer to a cup than the Flyers or some of these other teams that are going to be looking for coaches. We also heard that he's looking for a team with a solid goalie. Okay, Luongo is a solid goalie, but he's 40 and can only play 20, 25 games a season. That was my next question is, could this be like the first chip in some NBA-style collusion where he is already kind of banking on the fact that he knows Panarin and Bob are going there. I I don't think so. I I mean, they're still in the middle of the playoffs. Uh, Guys make decisions. I mean, like, LeBron James was going to the Lakers uh, two years before he was a free agent. But the NBA is so different than the NHL. These conversations happen, though, and we're beginning to see somewhat, a little bit, I think Tavares was the first big one, but now all these guys who are, who didn't re-up, including Eric Carlson, like a number of players cool. who want to hit free agency, while GMs and stuff, while GMs and stuff can't collude, there's nothing stopping, you know, a fired Joel Quenville f- uh, from calling up Panarin and Bob and being like, hey, you know where it's pretty nice is Florida. I mean, like, obviously... Joel Quenville knew. I feel like he definitely knew that the Panthers were going to be firing their coach and that there would be a spot there for him because why else, you know, take a year off. No big deal. There's going to be a job waiting for you. Like, I'm sure Dale Talon kind of maybe not explicitly told him, but was like, hey, maybe don't take a job till summertime. I don't know why. Maybe just enjoy skiing. But, I don't know. I think yeah, that these that's guys a have lot, these conversations. That's a lot of grasping at straws. Like they could have just been twenty-four hours worth of conversation. They could um, There's a there's a part of me that wants to like we're gonna have to come to some to some realities here this summer, I think. And the first one, and we're gonna move off the flyers. Yeah, and we're get not to talking playoff. about the flyers. We're talking about Joel Quenville. That's yeah, and it's that's what that's what Joel Quenville ties into this. We're gonna have to come to some realities here. Are the Florida Panthers further along than the Philadelphia Flyers? No. no. I don't think they are. No, they're not. And and the fact that you were hearing people say that on Twitter, like all the doom and gloom Flyers. Well, yeah, there's that element the of just wall. everything's terrible. Yeah, but like, here's the thing with Florida, and here's why. I, I understand why Quenville went there. He's got the relationship with Talon. He likes the area. Barkov has this peerless reputation right now in hockey. Like, hockey people friggin' drool over that guy at, at the moment. But... My reason why I think it's stupid is that I don't think I don't think you can trust that the Florida Panthers in two seasons won't pull a Florida Marlins and basically yeah. just decide, well, we're not making money, so we're going to trade everybody away. Sorry, Joel. Sorry. I know you said you wanted a good team, but like 
the team's good, and the, the arena's still only 75% full, so we're not a cap team anymore. Sorry. And, like, so, I just I, I don't trust that Florida won't change gears. You know why? Because they've done it, like, four times in the last six years. Two seasons ago, they left their coach on the side of the road to catch an Uber home <laughs> after an away game. That That's... was two seasons ago. Last season, they were the laughing stock of the NHL because they gave Vegas all of their good players because they didn't <laughs> want to pay them. Because they wanted to protect Petrovic. We cannot we cannot overestimate how important Alex Petrovic is to a uh, team that missed the playoffs again. Um, I, I just don't understand. Trust... I just don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand a lot of things, but this whole idea that Florida is the place to be, even before Quenville signed there, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. Maybe he wants to be in on the ground floor when they move to London. Could that be Maybe it? he doesn't know there are two teams in Florida and thinks he just signed up to be the coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Perhaps they're going to merge like the Eagles and Steelers did there in World go. War II. Like, it's like, hey... We're just going to take uh, Ekblad and Barkov, and that's going to be the new Panthers slash Lightning. I don't it even think they'd take Ekblad, to be honest. Makes as he much could, sense as anything else. He could be in their bottom four. He would I love Aaron nicely. Ekblad, but if we're looking at Tampa Bay's defense against the what Panthers, what would their name I don't be, though? Think he makes the cut. Like, if would, they were the Steagles, what would that team name be? Uh, the Lightning? Panthers. The pan thing? The, light, the, the pan, pan thing. thing? The pan thing. Pan thing. I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, just one more quick thing. Draft lottery is, if you're listening, you know, I mean, uh, you're probably listening after this happened. Draft lottery is Tuesday at 8, which is uh, an hour from now, 50, 49 minutes. Yeah, we're not going to get this up yeah. at 8 o'clock. Flyers have a 3.5% chance at top pick. How we feeling? We feeling some karma? You know, they didn't tank. Uh, they're still in the top 10 points-wise. I think they're moving lucky, up, baby. fam. I think they're moving up. I'm feeling lucky. Moving on up. You know, they, Those lottery already, balls they love us. already jumped from 13 to 2, and I thought that that was the best moment of my life. 10 if to they, 1, baby. If they jump again, I don't know. I don't know if there's room in my heart for a second golden child. I really don't. No. I'm ready for Capo. I got plenty of room ahead of Nolan Patrick. It's called two C. <laughs> but we'll get to there. Uh, I got plenty of room ahead of Nolan sleep. Patrick. Let's get to the playoff preview and let's start right here in the part of the country that matters. That's right, the Eastern Conference. And we are going to lead it off with your President's Trophy, best team of all time, Tampa Bay Lightning, taking on the uh, we're not but we're not selling, we're buying Columbus Blue Jackets. That that starts uh, Wednesday at seven. That series, I mean, on paper, you know, Tampa is freaking awesome, and Columbus is um, well lucky to be here, even with all the guys they kept. How do we see this playing out? Is this it, is this a gentleman's sweep, maybe five games for Tampa? What do we see happening? I think it's hilarious that Columbus will continue to never win a playoff round. <laughs> sorry, I friends. never thought that I would feel sorry for Columbus. <laughs> I, I, I do not feel this. I, I don't know what, you know what happened to me? I really like the staff over at Jackets Cannon. So I feel bad <laughs> for them. That's what happened. It's not even the, the team itself. I just like my staff Do you over like there. them better than us? Sometimes. <laughs> That's believable. Do you want me to lie? I no. stopped clicking tweet with image. 
Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> little inside baseball for everybody here. Uh, <laughs> well, in some... that case, no, I don't like them more than you guys. <laughs> I, I have some I have some stuff here that uh, I don't know. Like we all know Bobrovsky uh and the the underwhelming playoff numbers. He's uh what 5 and 14 with a 349 goals against an 891 save percentage in 24 career what playoff games. Bob. I actually think that bodes well for Bobrovsky cuz he's due. He turned it around at the end of the year. Columbus, they started the stumble right after the trade deadline and everyone was like, "Oh, see, this is what happens when you don't sell." They go and get Duchesne, they go and get Dzingel, they keep Panarin, they keep Bobrovsky. They finish the year 7 and 1, so they're a little hot hot going in, and I know they're not sexy. But the Blue Jackets won more games than the Sharks, Leafs, Canes, Blues, and Penguins. They're not a bad team. Cool. No. Um, they're running up against the best team in like the last twenty years. So good luck, friends. Those and teams also the usually West don't win. Sucks. What? That's, that? I mean, yeah, the best team often does not win. You're right about sucks. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, Columbus is a good team. I, I've I've been a, a Columbus defender for a while now. I think, like, even going back to the preseason, like me thinking that they're a good team. I still think they're a good team, and they made some ads. As Kelly said, though, just Tampa is just so good. I feel like with Tampa, like, what are they so good that there's not one series that they could possibly play in this playoffs that you wouldn't say, man, they choked if they lose? Anything? Probably not. No, I, I don't hate, think so. I hate the idea of anything but a Stanley Cup is failure because it's just like, yeah, man, that means so much. I just watched had no meaning. Like, I refuse to look at it that way. But for this team. Considering what they've been and what they've accomplished, and then this year, the year they had, it's cup or bust for them. That's that's all there is to it. Yeah, it's got to be. If they get eliminated before the final round, it's it's going to be like that's just going to be a huge upset. And by the way, in all my brackets, I don't have them making the final round. But that's I was very surprised because I've been on Sharks Lightning since November. I've won. I've been dying to see that series, but. I have uh what did I I ended up with Sharks Washington in the final in my bracket so ew yeah it's such is life <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think that this was just a really bad draw for Columbus and that's what happens when your team falls asleep at the wheel for the last month month and a half of the season yeah. and that's it's a damn because sh- I like a team that goes all in even if they're not Tampa like I like Columbus saying we're keeping our pending free agents. We're even going to go get two more. And, like, I appreciate a team making those uh, making those moves. But it's just, you know, with the playoff format and running into Tampa in the first round, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of an inev- inevitability. I'll be rooting for Columbus, honestly. I'm rooting for Tampa after the first round just because I want to see him get there. But that first round, uh, that first round upset would be a lot of fun if Columbus You just want off. chaos. I always want chaos. It's I more know. fun when there's chaos. And that would be the chaos pick, and I think that that could be a lot of fun. I would be happy for the cannon. I would be sad for raw charge. I don't know. I look at it in terms of my staff now. It's bad. Let's get to this next series, which could be one of the more competitive of the first round. This is really intriguing here. Boston and Toronto, they got underway Thursday at 7. Man, I'm having trouble picking this one. Boston took the season series 3-1, 
the Bruins have home ice advantage, second only to the Lightning in home wins. They're 29-9-3 at TD Garden this year. Everything's coming up Boston, but man, if Toronto doesn't have all that talent. I'm so excited for this series. It's going to be so good. I think it's going to be a real battle, and I'm excited yes. to watch it. I agree. Um, the only thing I have to say is that I think it's kind of, not kind of bullshit, I think it's completely bullshit that this series has been decided since December. Agreed. They knew that they were playing each other. I think that that's ridiculous. It's pretty dumb. I will, but I will say, like, this is the thing I like about, while the playoff format overall sucks, because look at Boston and what they have to do to get to the cup, like, Man, that's for the second best team in the East. That's kind of a shitty first two rounds. Like looking at it, oh, you have to beat not, Toronto. Not just, and... not, not just the second best team in the East. I mean, they might be the second best team in the league. Absolutely, yeah, they very well could be. And it's like, oh, you have to beat Toronto and Tampa just to get to the final four. That's that's a bad draw for them. But uh, this is, I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, the this is going to be a fun series. But my issue is the takes. If to- if Toronto loses this and loses it in not seven, like the takes of what people think this Boston team is and what they actually are, it's like, oh, see, you can't build a team on skill. Boston grinded them to death. It's like, really? Boston's not one of the most talented teams in the league? That's interesting. I mean, are they, though? I feel like behind their top line, are they? They're not. I would say up front they're not as talented as Toronto. Up front, no, but I think they have a deeper blue line than we give them credit for. And, like, Patrice Bergeron is probably just as good as Tavares. Yeah, I mean, he's very good. I think he's better than Tavares. I just, I don't know. I I really want Toronto to win this series. Like, deeply. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm even rooting for Toronto in the series, and I'm a noted Toronto hater. Yeah, you it's are, just... Not, no one hates Boston more than Charlie, though. That's yeah, the thing. I, just, I, hate I hate them so much. I hate that whole city. So Seriously. Much. How long? What do you think Toronto has to do to win this one? Score lots of goals, lots and lots of goals. I think the key, really, for for Toronto in the series is going to be Anderson. Like, I, Anderson needs to play. He doesn't need to, yeah, to he steal can't. them the series, but he needs to play well. Yeah, and he has a tendency to not do that at key times. So he needs to be on his shit for the entire series. So Caps Canes kicks off at Thursday. Kicks off on Thursday at seven thirty. I think this might be the uh, the sleeper series in terms of entertainment value for a lot of people. It's maybe not. Uh, you know, the Caps are the Caps, but they kind of under the radar this year a little bit. And the Canes finally get in. They've been the sexy pick for a decade now. Uh, but I think in terms of entertainment value, I really liked watching the Canes down the stretch. They pressure all over the ice. The Caps have won four straight division titles. Canes are in the playoffs for the first time in a decade. I'm looking forward to this one. I think it could be better than people think. I mean, I'm... I think it's going to be fun because the Canes are fun, but um, what something that you have noted here, like the thing that worries me about Carolina, and I know he's played very well for them down the stretch, is that they are relying on Peter Morozik to yeah. win them hockey games. And I don't believe that the Peter Morozik that we've seen on the Carolina Hurricanes is his true talent level. And at any moment, 
he could go back to the guy who couldn't turn left in the crease for the Philadelphia Flyers. So I worry about that for them. And if that happens, I don't know how they overcome it. But I am rooting for them because they're super fun. Yeah, I, the, uh, I, I think, like, having him have to face Ovechkin and Backstrom and Kuznetsov, like, that's a really scary proposition for, for the Hurricanes. But the series is fascinating to me just because, like, the Capitals are the Capitals. They won the Stanley Cup yet last year. They have all that firepower on paper. You look at them and you think, man, this team is really, really good. Their underlying numbers kind of suck. Carolina is the team where you look at and you're like, ah, they're not that good. They're just like, they're just on, you're just on a hot streak. This is, you know, they're just happy to be in there. And then you look at their underlying numbers and they're amazing. So you have basically a team that the perception is that the Capitals are way better than the Hurricanes. The numbers really say the Hurricanes are way better than the Capitals. So I'm fascinated to see how this is going to play out because logically, I think the Capitals should be a better team. Like purely talent-wise, and the Capitals are more talented than the Hurricanes top to bottom. But in terms of how they performed, the Canes really should be able to make this an awesome series and possibly win it. I definitely have the Canes winning because I think that they're on a roll. And the thought of uh, another Stanley Cup going to to Washington, like they had their chance. I'm, I'm done with you now. I'm really torn on this one in terms of rooting interest because, yeah, like Steph said, uh, the Caps, they're kind of a Flyers rival at this point now that they're in the same division and they're the team, uh, four straight division titles. That's who I'm measuring myself against going into next year if I'm the Flyers. How do I compete with the Caps? Uh, I'm a bigger Tom Wilson fan than many, so that's... Uh, but I, Peter Morozik is, is what's holding me back from rooting for the Canes because my original Morozik take, he's making me look better. But <laughs> since he fucked me so bad when he came over here and turned into Zoolander, not being able to turn left, and now he finished the year 23-14-3, 239 goals against, 914 save percentage, I want to punch him straight in the goddamn face. Like you just that's saw really something in him. That's really how I feel about Peter Morozik, and it's it's really it's it's hurting me here. I want to see the Canes do something because I had a watching them against the Flyers, I enjoy the way they play. And I think there's a fun little story here. Rod Brendamore was the captain of the team that won the cup 10 year or won the cup in 06. Uh, Justin Williams is back. We all know about Mr. Game 7. Now he's their captain. I think there's a fun thing going on here. And of course, the storm surge has, uh, you know, made all the dinosaurs look like the dinosaurs they are. But goddamn, if I just don't hate Peter Morozik so bad. One of my favorite things is two games after his time in Philadelphia, you decided Peter Morozik needed a four-year extension. <laughs> That's yeah. one of my favorite things because I immediately shot it down, so now he's he made me look smart. Him I maintain a tandem. Those the, those first forty-five minutes of Peter Morozik's tenure were very solid. I was impressed with the beginning of Peter yeah. Morozik and looking at for his- a couple of days. Looking at how he's carried the Canes this year, I'm just saying, him and Carter Hart would look real nice. Are you banking <laughs> on Cam Talbot? No. A turd would have looked better in the Philadelphia net than Peter Morozik did last year. Well, you know, I'm blaming that on, um, let's say, Dave Haxtell. Yeah, right. There you go. Playing the hits. Uh, every time. <laughs> it's like we got to trade Ryan Nugent Hopkins to get another a- Adam Larson type. That's what we need to really get this thing going here. 
Uh, we'll get to the if there's time, we'll get to the Oilers. But Penn's Isles kicks off Wednesday at 7:30. Man, I have the Pens in a sweep in my bracket. I I want somehow to get to Isles Isles Leafs in the playoffs. I want to somehow oh get to that, but I just don't see a path for it. This that series, would be incredible. This series makes me so mad. <laughs> and you know why? Because the fucking Penguins were the third team in the Metro. They finished third, and they get this matchup. They yep. get the goddamn easiest matchup in the Eastern Conference. Like, like really, Tampa should get to play the Islanders because the Islanders are not good. I'm sorry. They're not a good team. They allowed the fewest goals in the league. They can you know what's wild, big. though? When I talked to um, Dan from Layhouse Hockey, he said that amongst Isles fans, this was the matchup that they wanted. This is the one that they feel like they have the best chance of winning. Yeah, because Pittsburgh isn't that good either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible looking at the Metro and thinking about how good we thought it was coming into the year and how it We were out. so dumb. I mean, the Caps are the Caps. They're good. The Penguins, I don't really judge the Penguins on the regular season at this point because they know what it takes to get there. Um, but, like, really, the Isles, like... <laughs> Hey, and to their credit, they're a hundred. They're a hundred and three point team, even with like Barzell not being close to as good as he was last year, at least on the score sheet. One goal in his final twenty four games. Uh, I think like this series could be an old school playoff series, just in terms of the grind, uh, and I'll enjoy it for that. But man, if there's two teams, I'm less than, and you know how I feel. I'm not totally anti penguins, penguins like anyone else. But just I, I, man, fuck this series. Fuck it right in the butt. Fuck the pants. <laughs> All right. And <laughs> did you say right in the butt? He yeah, sure did. Like, imagine a te- <laughs> imagine a series. I, I can't. Uh, how do I even feign interest in rooting for either of these teams? Like again, if we get to a Pens Cap series, cool. But I don't want to have to root for the Pens to get there. Just like I don't want to have to root for the goddamn Islanders, who are barely an NHL team in my mind. Well, the thing that wasn't mentioned yet is that the reigning Stanley Cup champions coach is now coaching the Islanders, so he knows what it takes to win. I don't. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the Islanders. I think that they suck, but I think it could be interesting. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. Do are you these... know what the series reminds me of? This reminds me of this was years ago. It reminds me of that uh, the series when the Panthers play the Islanders, and it was like I could not think of a series I cared about any less <laughs> than the friggin' New York Islanders versus the Florida Panthers, and it went into like double overtime in Game Seven, and I couldn't even get excited about it. It's like. I hate both these teams. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> They're, like, I don't, I don't care one bit about the series, and I'm sure it's great, and I'm sure it's fun. I think I watched about ten minutes of it. It's about as much as I'll watch of this series. I think. I will say, if and granted, this has nothing to do with quality of play on ice because you know these guys don't play. But are these the two best coaches in the Eastern Conference? Probably. I think they are. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I with, with uh, Babcock has done a lot of dumb things this year, so he's off yeah, my list. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at John but, Cooper. Yeah, I'm looking at Cooper, too. And I think Babcock, like, I know Toronto fans are freaking out about Babcock, but, like, 
they're Toronto fans. They literally freak out about everyone. There's no way you can possibly be coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs and not be hated yeah. by a vocal 40% of your fan base. Oh, like, definitely. It's, it's, it's just impossible because they're literally batshit insane. So I don't, I, I don't put a ton of stock in that. I really don't. He's done some um, dumb stuff, though. But, yeah, I'm Cooper, Cooper to me, I mean, he's literally coaching a team that had 128 standings points this year. Hey, I know Missy, he, has, I know he hasn't won you. a cup, but. Yeah, and I'll put Cooper back in that category if they get it done this year. But to have all that talent, and I realize the playoffs are a damn coin flip. I get it. It's random's best of seven in a sport that is itself random. But, dude, you're the best team since the Hall of Fame Red Wings. Get it done. Get it done. Um, Babcock, I like the for, I like for, the, for craziness. the record though that for the record though that Hall of Fame Red Wings team did they not didn't get it done that year. They then went they got on it done to the next year. <laughs> yeah, they got it. They won back to backs following that, but you know they had to get there. Um, I will say I like the craziness of Leafs fans because the insane people that hate Babcock are like the underlying numbers computer boys who just want Sheldon Keefe. Like yeah, I really like much. the I really like the dynamic going on up there that the yeah. irrational fans are like the ones with rational thought usually. I, I just <laughs> I I would just love as crazy as they are, I would love to live in a city where hockey is as big as football. That would just be awesome. It would be fun, wouldn't it? But yeah, Penn's Isles F this series. Uh in the butt. Yeah, of course. Uh let's head out west now and start with the uh, Nashville Predators and the Dallas Stars puck drops on that one Wednesday at 9.30. I mean, the Predators are in that, hey, man, if you haven't gotten it done at this point, when are you going to? They've gone from feel-good fun team to, like, all right, let's do this thing already. Uh, like, have they jumped the shark to say? They've been playing so, terrible down the stretch, Are they right? the sharks now? Are they, they the new they sharks? Really, they really have been playing terrible. Not terrible, but, like, Everyone I've talked to that watches them regularly basically have said has said that pretty much since like the second month of the year they've just been an extremely frustrating team to watch, and you kind of wonder, you kind of wonder if what happened to the Flyers eventually under Laviolette could be happening to the Preds. I, I was thinking the same thing because it seems like he is one of those coaches that absolutely definitely has a shelf life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and they had a ton of injuries this year, so it's not all on him. Injuries happen, and again, they're a team where I'm not going to judge them on the regular season at this point. You know, they won the, uh, they put up three banners for their second round exit last year, but we know the kind, <laughs> we know the kind of, uh, we know the kind that. of talent they have. They are good enough to win a Stanley Cup, so I can only judge them now on their postseason. Their resume is we got to get there and then do something because. I get it, man. 82 games is long as shit, but time to get it done for this team now. How do we feel about the Stars? Ben Bishop led the league with a 934 save percentage, but on the other end, Stars scored 32 fewer goals than the Ottawa Senators, a team that couldn't afford sticks. I think I stole that from Down Goes Brown. I think that's where I got that one. But, like, they're a team that – Jim Montgomery, I was real high on him as a coaching hire. You guys all know I like uh, I, I like him. But real good at one end, not so good at the other. Yeah, you well, got to score goals. The stars are fucking horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was indeed said. I actually don't pin this on um, – I don't pin this on Montgomery. Uh, I pin it on the simple fact that 
like the stars are like the less fun avalanche in that they have one line and everyone else, every other forward on that team can't score. Like that's just what it boils down to. Like they, they depend on Sagan, Radulov and Ben to get all of their points. That's why it was mind boggling to me when the, uh, what was it? The, was it the team president, the guy, the fucking horseshit guy, the owner, right? Whatever role he has. CEO, whatever the hell he Yeah, is. CEO or something. Like, the fact that he called out the the top players, to me, was insane. Because it's like, they're the only guys that do anything on your team. Everyone, like, everyone from lines two through lines four, like, some of them are good defensive players. Like, Radic Fox is fine. He's a good third-line center. Like, they have some players, but none of them can actually score at all. And you're basically just depending on your three guys to score enough, and... Nashville should not lose this series. Like, they are a way better team than Dallas. They should not lose this series. But you do wonder, you know, they just haven't been clicking all season long. And, you know, when when you put a team that hasn't been clicking against a team that has a goalie who is clicking, that's a little bit concerning. That's, to me, what it comes down to, man. Ben Bishop can steal you a series. I don't know if Ben Bishop's as good as... Um, his you know lead the league in save percentage and maybe some of the seasons he had when he was in Tampa. But I know he's a pretty damn good goalie having a huge year. And, like, you know, is John Quick that good? No. But when he gets no. hot, you can win a goddamn Stanley Cup. And I, they have some good defensemen. Uh, I know you love uh, – What's his name? Uh, John Klingberg's really good. Who's the guy you big, like, Charlie? Big Klingberg fan. No, I'm a, I, well, Heiskanen. Uh, Heiskanen, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the problems with Nashville, one of their biggest problems this season was their power play, which was bad. You tell me, Wayne Simmons uh, Wayne didn't Simmons fix it. Was brought in to help that, and he hasn't. Wayne Simmons has been bad in Nashville. Uh, but if there's one area that is going to suck, I guess having it be your power play going into the playoffs, maybe not as big of a disaster as it was during the regular season. Fewer penalties are called in the playoffs. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't imagine that the Predators lose this series. If they do, if they do, Laviolette might get fired. I think I he was definitely say, will. If the Predators lose this, is there a higher chance of Laviolette coaching the Predators or the Flyers next year? I wonder I would... if they'd bring him back. Oh, man, that would be fun. Play the hits, <laughs> baby! <laughs> All right, uh, Jets. I'm Blues. not ready to weigh in on the Lavulet back to Philly. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. We have all sorts of time tomorrow during BSH Radio to talk about every bullshit idea we have. Because what the hell else are we gonna do unless they move up in the draft lottery in you know 25 minutes? Uh, Jets Blues, which could be a more fun series than I think. Maybe I think people kind of checked out on the Blues and didn't see the second half that they had 28 8 and 5 down the stretch uh while the jets we all know the jets are good but won just 13 of their last 30 games jordan bennington the 25 year old rookie goaltender for the blues really kind of stabilized them played 32 games <laughs> i'm choking to death excuse me played 32 like games jets. including 30 starts went 24 5 and 1 with a 927 and a 189 i mean Shit, man. Is he, like, the Blues allowed the fourth fewest shots on goal this season, so they're good defensively. Craig Berube has turned that team around. The Blues, they could come away with this thing real easily, I think. Not I easily. I don't know. But I, I kind think, of, I, I, I don't know. I don't believe in them. 
I don't believe I have the Jets. winning the series because the Jets have completely shit the bed recently. They have. But their, I guess their that... shot attempt differential over the past mm, two months is like zero. Or all right, let me try that again. <laughs> their shots four is like zero. They're, it's they, pre- it's pretty bad. It's it's horrific. Like their their most recent that I have on this chart in front of me, it's negative two hundred. Their shot differential, like. That's bad. so bad. Yeah, I don't I, know. I don't know what happened with them because, like, talent. You look at their team, top to bottom, talent wise, it's great. And I guess with a team like that, you always wonder if maybe they could pull a Capitals from last year because, like, the Capitals numbers were awful going into the playoffs, and then they hit the playoffs and they realized they were good and started playing good. But I do think with the Blues that you know maybe you know as, as Bill kind of said, they kind of went under the radar because they had the bad start. But it's important to point out that. The Blues were supposed to be really good this year. Yeah, yeah. They went out and they made a bunch of ads to an already decent team, and they were supposed to be good, and they got off to the horrific start, and everybody counted them out, but, like, they were supposed to be a good team. And the only big concern surrounding them was, well, Jake Allen sucks. Well, now Jake Allen isn't playing. So this team strikes me as a potential dark horse. Hmm. And and I think that they're going in hot, and— they're all healthy again, which they weren't for a lot of the season. I think the Blues are, are going to win this series. Are we all picking the Blues here? I didn't. I haven't filled out a bracket yet because I've mostly been writing, but I probably will pick them to win the series. I, uh, man, I, I find the West, by the way. Like, none of these so are sexy stupid. matchups. I hate them. Me too. See, I, I, like, this, I like this matchup. I actually, I, I think this matchup could be fun, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the uh, the final one we're going to talk about. Yeah, I think these yeah. last three from Jets Blues down are all really good. Uh, let's get to the Flames and Avalanche now. Uh, man, the Flames are, it, it, I get it, the Flames, they play in Calgary. You probably don't see a ton of their games, but plus 62 goal differential behind only Tampa's just absolutely unreal, plus 103. If you want to know who is in third place, it's Boston at plus 44. So 18 goals better in goal differential than third. The Flames had a great year. They're good from, I, I want to say top to bottom, but we know their Achilles heel. Man, they can't buy a save. They're good defensively, but their goalies are just not good. And that's where I think I know the Avs only have the one line. But shit, man, that line could tear apart their goaltending. I don't know. I don't think there's a chance in hell that Calgary loses a series. Yeah, I'm with Kelly. I'm sick of the Avalanche. <laughs> How are you sick of the Avalanche? <laughs> just sick of them. They because t- they're just like, you know what? They're kind of like Flyers West, where they're just like mediocre and bumbling through. And like, you've got one really good player and like a couple of decent players and you're just garbage. You're I mean, garbage. They're a the lot more entertaining I reject than the this analysis of the Flyers. <laughs> what was that? I reject that analysis of the Flyers. I know. I do, too. I'm talking more about the Avalanche. The Avalanche play a much more entertaining game than the Flyers. And I'll tell you, man, Grubauer is not a bad goalie. They got Varlamov as well. Grubauer's kind of taking the kind of taking the job. I I think if Grubauer gets hot and the Flames goaltending, I, listen, the Flames are a better team. They are, without a doubt, a better team, and they could end up in the Stanley Cup Final, no question. I just think if you're looking for a fun upset, this series is going to be a back-and-forth. They're going to play a back-and-forth style in this series. 
Bill, you just correct me if I'm wrong, but you just want the Avalanche to go on a run so you get to see a playoff game in Denver, right? Yeah, the uh, they they have a potential <laughs> they have a potential home game six while I'm there on Sunday, and I would really like this to go six. I will root for it to go six just for you. Yeah, I kind of just want that. I want to be able to go get my Nathan McKinnon shirt. Nathan McKinnon was in Trailer Park Boys again this season. How do you root against that? You can't. You you just can't. You can't. Jesus Christ. Listen, Colorado has goaltending. Calgary doesn't. That's what it could come down to. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Yeah, but only one of them has a Philly native in Johnny Goudreau, so. I just yeah, I just don't think that I, I don't think that either that. Grubauer I don't think that either Grubauer or Varlamov are really all that good. Like I agree that the Flames goalies aren't very good. I just don't think the Avs goalies are very good either. So I don't see that to be being a major advantage. And I think the Flames Every at every other position, they are significantly better than the Avalanche. Oh yeah, it's yeah, w- without a doubt. Uh, and rounding out the Western Conference bracket, Wednesday this is at the ten. One I'm looking forward to. This is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday at ten thirty, Sharks, Golden Knights, another, and this is this could be like Calgary uh, Avalanche, except with two teams that have good rosters up and down. Um, this I'm is going to be a super fun series. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one a lot. I'm, if you're asking for one series to go seven, this is the one I want to see go seven. This will keep me up past my bedtime for sure. It's going to yeah, be Yeah, I'm fun. really excited about this. I have the glitters winning because I wouldn't be me if I didn't. <laughs> but I, I think it's going to go to seven. I think it's going to be really fun. Both teams have a ton of talent, and both teams closed poorly. Sharks really, uh, really struggled for like the last month. Finished three six and one in their last ten. Knights lost seven of eight to close the season. Uh, of course, we have Vegas over San Jose in six in round two last year. So we have that. We have a little bit of that playoff rematch. It could get chippier than we'd expect out of these teams. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm really. Uh, I'm. I'm hoping for seven. What do you think, Charlie? I think I think that the Sharks are better than than Vegas. And that's not a slight against Vegas. I think Vegas is very good, especially now that they have they have Mark Stone. The thing that gives me pause about the Sharks is Eric Carlson's health. If Eric Carlson is healthy, I think they're the better team. I just don't know if he is or not. I don't know if he's going to play that entire series. He could just hurt his groin again and then he's out for 3 games and then who yeah, knows what happens. That's a big problem. It's a major wild card is, is Carlson's health. But granted, the last time Eric Carlson went into a playoff uh, run hurt, he basically carried Ottawa to game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. So who the hell knows? But like it's a concern. It's a concern because Carlson is such a major he's just he just has such a major impact on every game he plays, especially in the playoffs when all the best defensemen are playing more. Yeah, that's the thing. You look at their top four, and if they're all healthy, you go, they're just as good, if not, they're just as good as the Predators. But when you look at the health, you go, ah, you know, Brent Burns could walk away with the Norris Trophy this year, but if Carlson's not healthy, it's it's a lot tougher. You need at least the top four. You can get away without a third pair, but you need that stud top four. I, I, I really looking forward to the series, but yeah, Carlson's health is definitely the cloud hanging over the Sharks right now. And, of course, Martin Jones, who I, I like, but, right. man, has he just sucked this year. Sucked yeah, real bad. Has he been bad? I haven't paid attention at all. Yeah, like the he's Sharks been, horrible. The Sharks have the puck for, like, 60% of the game, and somehow goaltending still kills them. Hmm. There seems to be That's... a goalie problem out west. 
There does. There certainly does. Uh, that's why, like, I'm looking at I'm looking at the stars with with Ben Bishop, just thinking, shit, man. If he gets hot, they could beat some teams because a lot of teams don't have good goalies. Uh, a couple of quick headlines just to close out here. Yo, does McDavid really want out of Edmonton? Like, I know I would, but like, it's bad up there, man. I'm sure that he does want out, but I don't think he's ever going to officially ask to be moved. I agree. I agree with that. I think he's very frustrated, which he should be, because that team is a dumpster fire. But I don't think he would ever, you know, get to the point. Well, maybe he would. I don't think he's at the point now. Let me say that that he's willing to actually demand a trade. He's too much the good Canadian hockey boy. He's never. Gonna I think advance. that it's more likely that he goes the Jack Eichel route than demanding a trade like i think that it's more likely that he he puts an ultimatum on the team you need to fire all of these people or i'm fucking leaving he probably should yeah i really should he really should fire everyone yeah (laughs) honestly for the sake of everybody please for the the sake of hockey in general he should just be named team president like what would he be worse (laughs) i mean they're about if you believe what their beat writers have been pushing out lately they're gonna hire keith gretzky to be their general manager which is just like they're not fixing anything they're just like rearranging the deck chairs on the titanic and it's going to be a problem until they fire everybody yeah bill i actually i like this mcdavid as president idea because really all edmonton would be doing is getting a 25 year jump start on giving mcdavid (laughs) all of the jobs after he (laughs) retires Rather than giving it to a former player, which is all they ever do, just give it to a current player who in 25 years would end up getting all these jobs anyway. There you go. Shit. And in terms of cap space, just kind of figure out a way to get out of his contract and rewrite it and just give him a piece of the team like Mario. Like, hey, we can't pay you. Here's the team. Uh, Did McClellan get the job in Buffalo yet? Is that done? I think Uh, yes. has it? I don't know. I, I haven't been I don't really know if it's paying official. Was McClellan on your wish list for Philly? No. I did not want him at all. I wasn't opposed to it, but he wasn't. Like, he was probably, like, fifth or sixth. He would have been one of those guys where if the Flyers hired him, be like, okay, I could live with it. But I, I wasn't. He wasn't a top choice. Oh, no. Just he's emerged as a top candidate. That's all I that's, see. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, I didn't. I, it, it, they've been talking about it for a couple days, but it hasn't been announced yet, so I wasn't sure. Uh, if it well, it like I wasn't either, either. I thought it was done. Yeah, I lied. It, it seems like it's either Buffalo or L.A. for him. Seems All like right, they're guys. battling for McClellan. I want to close the show with just a quick question because I got this a few times in terms of uh, in our last few, uh, in my last few post games, I got this from a couple people just now that the season's over, everyone knows this as the people who talk about the Flyers. Now the Flyers are done. What kind of off-season plans do you have, both professionally and are you getting into anything fun now that uh, not the season's over with? Hmm. I manage all of the teams in the league, so no. <laughs> the season is not over for me. I'm going to watch playoff hockey as much as possible and enjoy the sunshine. It literally just hit me while we were recording that it's my job now to watch the playoffs. <laughs> Oh, sucks to be you, driver. Like, what a terrible burden. Well, it just it just hit me. Like, oh, I don't have to go to bed early because I've got to go to work the next day. Like, it's actually my job to watch these games. How That's about cool. you, Charlie? Got any big vacations planned now that it's over? See, I'm a I'm weird in the sense that like I'm just very like task oriented. So 
I've kind of not even thought about what comes after I get done all the shit I have to get done for the season, which isn't quite done yet. I think I have one more big article I'm trying to write this week. But once that article's done, I'm going to, like, probably sleep for a full day and then wake up and be like, hey, what do I actually want to do this summer? I Charlie's going to get drunk. That's what's going to happen. I mean, that'll probably happen one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> Just the uh, one. Speaking of getting drunk, I'm going to put everyone on the spot here. I know we don't know anything about the draft order yet. We don't know what kind of buzz. But are we doing a draft party? Of course we are. Yay! Of course we are. Of course we are. Details, um, party I people. have a couple ideas for a venue. Um, I haven't reached out to anybody yet because it's a couple months away, but I will start doing that. Um, the draft is June 27. I was going to say 23, so maybe we need to figure that out. I might be way off. Yeah, I think Steph is correct. Well, well. Uh, I, I, 21. I, 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 All right. Yeah, something like that. I, June 21st? I, I unfortunately won't be able to come yep. because wow. I'll be there. June the 21st. Draft. So plan to be in the city of Philadelphia for our draft party on June 21st. Uh, draft usually starts at what? Six, seven, eight? Probably seven, seven, I would guess. Yeah. One of those hours. <laughs> Charlie, you're going. Where is it? It's in Vancouver. Vancouver. That's what Steph Ooh. just said. Vancouver? Vancouver. Yeah, wow. Oh, that could be interesting because they could win the lottery. That'd be cool. Well, we'll find out. I mean, the Flyers are winning it. So. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all the time we have for you on Ice Sport. I hope you enjoyed our playoff preview episode. We'll be coming to you, uh, you know, throughout the postseason with more Ice Sport Radio. But this will get you started before the games begin Wednesday and Thursday this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm glad you stuck with us all season, even as the Flyers pooped all over themselves. Uh, that's it for this one. For Steph, for Charlie, for Kelly, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.